At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. But now we're talking to Dr. Danny Huerta, who's vice president of parenting and youth at Focus on the Family. He's a, he's a writer. He's involved in all kinds of initiatives to equip mothers and fathers with biblical principles for counseling, raising healthy, resilient children, and on and on and on. I, I read, um, Dr. Huerta, that you are a bilingual licensed clinical social worker, and you're addressing a lot of these issues that help families actually uh, grow and be strengthened today. Welcome to the program. Then you said Huerta, right? Just, just did, like, uh, like to do in Mexico. So that's did I say it right? Good job, man. You did it perfect. Well, my yeah, my wife you. is my wife is uh, Uranga Hernandez Uranga, and so although she's now Marie Yvette Seltz, <laughs> she she lost, yes. and she's also a clinical psychologist. So I, I'm hoping oh, that I did God. you I did you right. Yeah, yeah, did. Thank you so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, Sorry we about the topic. Okay, listen, we just yeah, and we're going to talk about you know Jim Daly's article a little bit, but you you kind of go with this where you'd like because the whole goal is to talk about why families. I call them the father, mother, uh, child trinity of civility for culture. We just finished that segment where we're talking about the number one issue that should be on the ballot, yet no one wants to go there. And I know focus on the family goes there all the time. Explain what you mean or what your organization is talking about when you say two parents are a right, not a privilege, and why that's really yeah. at the heart. Well, it's interesting when, when you look at people talking about, man, what a, what a privilege, what an honor it is to, for this child to have two parents. And while we can see that with gratitude, it should be a right for a child to have that influence of a mom and a dad that is in their home providing a secure uh, a, a secure attachment, a secure home that is intact, it seems that it's becoming more of an exception. And when we look at any of the statistics, there's a breakdown in a child's development when there, when there is that chaos that's created in the home. It says if a storm has come and then you're expecting a child to just adjust and adapt to that storm of development. And God designed it in a very specific way. And when we look at it consistently through science, it is confirmed that the design is correct and that children need this as they're growing up. Now, can kids adapt and adjust and, and, uh, and, and do well? Yes, some. And, and yet there's some that we see uh, that, that really struggle in, in, their, in their growing up, but also just financially. At the very basic level, we see uh, when there is a single parent home, especially now as we see inflation and other factors going up, there we see more and more of the poverty rate go up with, within single-parent homes. And you see a child, uh, many children, scrambling, trying to, right. uh, to, to do life in that kind of environment. So when we're saying a two-parent home being something that is a right for a child, we're simply saying the original design needs to be the one put in place. Well, you know, even what you just said, and I hear it all the time, well, the kids, kids are adaptive. Kids, kids will, uh, you know, they'll adjust. 
Well, that's kind of like saying, I mean, if, if I tear a ligament or I tear a muscle or whatever, yeah, yeah. I can get scar tissue and I can still probably function, you know. And, and I, sometimes when I hear that kind of stuff, like even with divorce, oh, the people will adjust. Well, yeah, it's like when you cut your arm off, you can probably still adjust. But it's going to be a radically different way of living. And, and so it's almost like we're starting to settle for less and less of what obviously God wants for us. He wants us to have intimacy. He wants us to have stability. He wants kids to, to have that risk-taking properly understood because they have a foundation in the home where there's security. All of those things are part of the design, and yet we're mm-hmm. jettisoning that all over the place as if we can fashion a new way of doing it, Right. That's correct. And, and see, what, what marriage requires of us is selflessness, sacrifice, and under, a, a transformation towards actually becoming a loving person. Right. When another person is, is at their worst or, or not lovable in that moment, that's when you're actually practicing love. And if you have two people that are committed within a covenant and said, man, we're going to make this work, you begin to learn how to have emotional regulation, which is very hard for a lot of people. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and so then what, what research has shown is that if, if there is emotion regulation in a marriage relationship, it increases marital satisfaction. Right. And if we see marital satisfaction go up, we see people uh, wanting to, to stay in that. But what culture is saying is do whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you, whatever makes you feel good. And I can guarantee you, if you go into marriage, there are going to be moments where you don't feel good and you don't feel happy. And so then uh, at that point, you're given the green light to just kind of trade it all in, get a new car, right? Right. Uh, And and that's not what this is about. This is about a transformation (laughs) that that you're missing out on. And uh, that transformation is not only for you as a couple, but, man, for your kids. Uh, They get a tremendous benefit from that momentum. Well, you know, again, you know the caricatures that are laid on us as a church. The minute we differentiate male and female, that people say, oh, you think one's better than the other. We said, no, that's not what the Bible teaches. And then when you get into Ephesians and you hear submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, I will say, wait a minute, there's two submissions in there. The woman has a submission to the man, and the man has a submission to the woman. And if you even look at what the Bible says, the guy's got the tougher one, honestly, Lay down your life for the woman in the family. Oh, and you know, oh my gosh, I didn't know that that was what I was getting in for. And then if a child comes into that institution, uh, that like you said mm-hmm. is more than just a relationship. Wow. Well, you know, again, two parents are a right. That privileged language today, I think that's where the problem comes in because it's it it's meant to say you got it better and you don't deserve it. And I say, wait a minute, my parents sacrificed, so you you take that back. <laughs> is that is right. that what we're dealing with on you know out there? They're trying to yeah. demonize this thing. They are, and I and, and and to to see them do that doesn't even make sense. I think it's it, it indicates a lot of pain for whoever's saying something like that because when you when you look at it from a factual perspective and from a logic perspective, you begin to see that that there's there's uh, there's a very deep thing here, and and when you begin to say that that it's a, a right and a privilege that you have that there's, there's almost a jealousy behind that. It's not, it's, it's something that is, uh, is important for the structure of our entire society. Right. And we're, we're not even, we're not even talking really about that. The communities thrive when marriages are doing things well, societies thrive when family's done right. And right now we're, we're, we're unraveling that. And why? That's the big question. Why would we be doing that? And for me, uh, since I'm a Christian, I look specifically to the fact that there's spiritual warfare and what are you going to take out first in order to 
completely destroy communities and nations, you take out the family. And so it probably doesn't make sense because there's a, a very clear spiritual component to the whole thing. And that's when you when you add that, it's very blinding to some people. And then you can't see facts. You can't see the truth in that because you're trying to make truth whatever you want it to be. And uh, and it starts to to not make sense when the words come out. Former CIA officer and survival expert Jason Hansen here. I teach people how to prepare for the unexpected. Right now, most Americans are not ready for the death of the U.S. dollar. You have money sitting in cash, and if you don't act soon, your financial future could be at risk. I have partnered with Advantage Gold, the number one rated precious metals company in America, to release my new digital dollar survival kit that's 100% free for everyone who calls today and claims your free survival kit. Simply call 800-900-8000 and give your email address and I will have this new digital dollar survival kit sent to you immediately. Call 1-800-900-8000 now and claim your free kit and also mention my name, Jason Hansen, and see how you could also qualify for $1,000 in free silver. Supplies are limited, so call right now before it's too late. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Former CIA officer and survival expert Jason Hansen here. I teach people how to prepare for the unexpected. Right now, most Americans are not ready for the death of the U.S. dollar. You have money sitting in cash, and if you don't act soon, your financial future could be at risk. I have partnered with Advantage Gold, the number one rated precious metals company in America, to release my new digital dollar survival kit that's 100% free for everyone who calls today and claims your free survival kit. Simply call 800-900-8000 and give your email address, and I will have this new digital dollar survival kit sent to you immediately. Call 1-800-900-8000 now and claim your free kit and also mention my name, Jason Hansen, and see how you could also qualify for $1,000 in free silver. Supplies are limited, so call right now before it's too late. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Well, and I think sometimes people forget that the family, God's view of family, is it's even bigger than just your relationship uh, and your children. It, it's an extended family. It, it's a. I was, you know, because you, you think about the dating issues and all the challenges that are going on today, and I often think about, uh, yeah, back in our day, you know, we had to deal with the fathers of those girls, and we had to deal with the moms and dads of those folks because it was an institutional thing that I was running into, not just dating this person or dating that person. And now people are going it by themselves and there's loneliness and there's a, there's abuse. There's, you know, and and it's partly again, because we're just throwing our kids to the wolves. And as I was thinking about this uh, in Jim Daly's article, he talks about how um, Nicholas Kristof at the New York times, you know, kind of gets it right about what the problem is, but then he gets it wrong by qualify, by caricaturing this or putting this in the context that the, you know, having two parents is a privilege and so I guess the question I have for you is focus on the family has been focusing on this for a long, long, long time. But how can we get our culture to refocus on the family? Mm. You know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so many different things that we can do. One of them is, is having policies highlight uh, and, and help us turn back to the to importance and the valuing of marriage with, within society. And then just personal behaviors that, that do that. And also 
value the structure of the family uh, and and within our society and show that within within our policies. And I, I really I wish uh, every couple could go through some type of a really healthy marital counseling right, to right. learn how to do healthy, constructive communication, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be awesome to have them? But really as parents, if we can begin to teach our kids how to, how to be contributors within relationships rather than consumers, we can begin there. Because as a contributor, you learn to power through adversity, through selfishness, because you're thinking about another person and you're thinking about the relationship. As a consumer, all you're thinking about is yourself. And we know that everything about culture is training us how to be consumers, whether we know it or like it or not. We're trained that way behaviorally. And it's no different once we enter marriage, and especially if we haven't had an example early on. So it begins with who we're parenting now because that's the next generation mm-hmm. of marriage. And then in the current, looking at the policies and accessibility for families to be able to get the help they need. Well, and I do love about what you're talking about, just getting some training in this. Because, again, even for Christians, I used to do a lot of premarital counseling when I was a pastor. And you, you get to the point where you say, look, listen to what it says, and I'll submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. It doesn't say submit to one another out of reverence for each other, which is, you know, you start getting to that consumer quid pro quo kind of thing. Well, I'll do this if you do that and I'll, et cetera, et cetera. But no, I'm going to learn how to be what God says he needs me to be for you. Why? Out of reverence for Christ. So I can actually not only reflect him, but learn about what love's really like, because he's really the source of all this stuff. Well, that's a whole, so now marriage is this training ground, man. I'm, Every day I'm going to get up and say, well, I wonder what, what this gal needs from me. What would Christ do you know, for her if he was the one serving in my place? And vice versa. And then obviously training and discipline your kids. Almost, how many Christians even think like this today? Oh, yeah. no. And I remember this coach uh, once telling me, I was on a basketball team, and he said, hey, guys, something transformed my marriage. It was one thing. And he said, I was about to lose my marriage two years in. And uh, somebody told him, hey, wake up tomorrow morning, and the first thing you think about is how can I make the day a better day for my spouse? I want you to just try that for a few days. The first thing you think about, not the second, third, fourth. And uh, and it began to change the momentum of his thought process and his attitude towards the marriage. He said, it saved my marriage. I want you guys to start off your marriage with that mindset. Let's, uh, Let's be encouraging one another in our marriages to lean in and to love our spouse. I, we were looking at some research at each age and stage of our children's development and the, and, and the pressures that are on the marriage day to day. Listen to these. So for Christian families, with children zero to three, communication problems is the number one, and then stress, then busy schedules and lack of sexual intimacy, and then a lack of emotional intimacy. Mm. Then they go to the next stage, and it's interesting. Then it's busy schedules, not enough time, then communication problems, and then stress. And then you go into uh, the next stage of 8 to 12-year-olds, and you've got stress as the number one, then busy schedules. Former CIA officer and survival expert Jason Hansen here. I teach people how to prepare for the unexpected. Right now, most Americans are not ready for the death of the U.S. dollar. You have money sitting in cash, and if you don't act soon, your financial future could be at risk. I have partnered with Advantage Gold, the number one rated precious metals company in America, to release my new digital dollar survival kit that's 100% free for everyone who calls today and claims your free survival kit. 
simply call 800-900-8000 and give your email address and I will have this new digital dollar survival kit sent to you immediately. Call 1-800-900-8000 now and claim your free kit and also mention my name, Jason Hansen, and see how you could also qualify for $1,000 in free silver. Supplies are limited, so call right now before it's too late. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Former CIA officer and survival expert Jason Hansen here. I teach people how to prepare for the unexpected. Right now, most Americans are not ready for the death of the U.S. dollar. You have money sitting in cash, and if you don't act soon, your financial future could be at risk. I have partnered with Advantage Gold, the number one rated precious metals company in America, to release my new digital dollar survival kit that's 100% free for everyone who calls today and claims your free survival kit. Simply call 800-900-8000 and give your email address and I will have this new digital dollar survival kit sent to you immediately. Call 1-800-900-8000 now and claim your free kit and also mention my name, Jason Hansen, and see how you could also qualify for $1,000 in free silver. Supplies are limited, so call right now before it's too late. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Communication issues. And then when you go to the teen years, it's stress, busy schedules, communication issues, lack of emotional intimacy, and lack of sexual intimacy. There's all these these dynamics that, that can be fixed, and there need to be tweaks, but we, we need to take the time to be able to say no to certain things because we're thirsty for so much and learn how to connect with one another because life can go fast. It's harder to slow it down than to make it go faster. And so it's family. That's where be still and know that I'm God. Those, those words are still so true so that we address the core, core health. Yeah. Wait on the Lord. You know, I, I I say that to myself all the time. Of course, we're always running to the next thing while we're saying that to ourselves. (laughs) Right. Um, And then even after 18, after they're out of the house, now we look at each other and say, gosh, we, you know, who are you? (laughs) Because we were running so fast for those 18 years. Uh, But then at least you can can always go back to zero and start again because that's a, it's a great journey. Hey, you're a basketball guy. Do you still play? I I still love playing. Yeah, I still love playing with my son and and, uh, coaching kids. You bet. You bet. Love playing. Well, I'm a basketball guy too. I played back in college. I miss those days. Uh, my jumper's still there. I just don't get up as high. <laughs> <laughs> gravity's a little harder now. Yeah, that's right. That's sh- also gone up with inflation, right? Yeah, that's gravity. right. That's right. I, I shoot uh, now. Well, now that I see some of these NBA guys shooting from the hip, I realize I can do that now. You know, back in the day, you had to jump, put it at your forehead. Now I'm kind of shooting from the hip now. Anyway, um, well, listen. You know, it, for, I do think my work on the hill now. We got to get the policy stuff right because yeah. we cannot be incentivizing the breakup of the family as a good thing. And honestly, that's what we're doing in a lot of our legislation, right? It, we are. And that if we want to destroy a country, that's what we do. And so if we're truly wanting to build a strong country, we need to start with really valuing and building the family and the marriage unit is where it begins, then the family unit with kids that are healthy, that grow up and contribute to society. And then you've got a country and a world that uh, is, is fantastic to leave for the next generation. And if we make policies to destroy family, we're destroying the future for, for our kids and for, for future generations. 
Well, and the first thing we've got to do is we've got to frame this question right. And so this is a right, not a privilege. And folks, if your moms and dads out there struggling to find a way through, uh, realize that you are the solution. There's The government's not the solution to this. Fathers and mothers taking care of family. In fact, real quickly before we end, um, you know, I was watching this show, and even these, these secular shows get it right. There was a show, and it was about adopted kids and everything. And it always comes a point in the program where the, even the adopted child, even in a great home, they want to know who their parents are. Yes. They just yes. do. It's just built into the DNA. Who was my real dad? You know, mm, and, it, that's right. and it kills the adoptive parents when they're doing a great job. But it, but it's built into the DNA. It's part of what life's all about. Right. It's a design. It's a design. And that's uh, it's a transformational design. And if we step out of it, we miss out on some pretty power, powerful things for our soul, for our development, for our mind. And uh, God designed it that way on purpose. And if we step out of that, we really do truly miss out on what love means. Yeah, and uh, love is so so transformational and central to our community. It so, just yeah. is. It just is. Thank you, uh, Doctor Huerta. And again, focus on the family can be heard here on WAVA four thirty a.m., seven eleven thirty a.m., and eight thirty p.m. They are refocusing us on the family. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today. Jeep Adventure Days is going on now. Hurry in for great deals on a great selection of Jeep brand vehicles. Well-qualified lessees get a low mileage lease on the 2024 Jeep Wrangler Willys 4xe for $369 a month for 24 months with $3,449 to its signing. Tax title, license extra, no security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution and lease through Stellantis Financial. Extra charge for miles over 20000 includes 7500 EV cap cost reduction. Not all customers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 925. Jeep is a registered trademark.